Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. This is Remy Roy, and I just jumped off the porch with 30 Glove Bassett. I held you down every minute, every second you was bidding, made it easy at the prison, cause a minute cause you went. All right, today we got Remy Roja jumping off the porch with us today. How you doing? <laughs> How you feeling today? I'm good, I'm good. Blessed to be here. For sure. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us today. Thank you very much. You're welcome, you. baby. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you say 2021 went for you as a year? Woo, child. That was an eye-opening year. Eye-opening year. God was revealing everybody. The snakes, everything was going down. Yeah. So what lessons would you say that you learned last year that you're applying to this new year? Ooh, you can't help everybody. You can't trust everybody. You even got to check the people that's right here with you. you it, it should be real. <laughs> I learned a lot. Yeah. Yes. That's real. You saying you can't help everybody, but you know, you are known for helping the young women in your community. Why you feel that you can't help certain people? Like you felt like people be biting the hand like, that fed them? Yes, that definitely, that definitely happens. I feel, I gotta say, I feel like people be around you to learn you to use it against you. Mm. That's a fact. Like you can help people, but at the same time, it's like, it sometimes it just come bite you in the ass. This is a new age. Loyalty yeah. ain't real. It's crazy. If you find somebody that's loyal, you gotta keep keep hold of them. I feel that. So what you out here working on in Atlanta? Well, I came out here to do, of course, this um the black ink with pillow talk with Skittles. One of my best friends, my other best friend is Treyway. I'm missing a couple of them, but you know we're gonna show out for them. Um, working on some new songs. Hopefully, do something with my brother K Shine over there. <laughs> um, just. I don't know. We moving. That's all. For like, sure. Like, so with the heavy accent, we know you're not from the city. So <laughs> what can you tell us about growing up in Brooklyn, New York? Well, I'm from Brooklyn, Brownsville. Oh, Everybody okay. know how that go. But um, we definitely, like school said, we went from off the real porches, stoops, to sitting on this porch. Yeah. It's been a long journey. What can you tell us about your childhood coming up? Uh, well, um... I've been on my own since I was eight. I found my mother overdosed. Um, pretty much, I've just been outside in the streets. On my, you know, that's why I'm a big part of Brooklyn. Everybody know me. All the older people used to watch out for me. I know everybody. Like, you know, just had to make it. How that's I real. could make it. So what can you tell us about when the bloods hit New York? <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's like a, that was my, I wanted to be one of them. Everybody around me was basically one, so, you know, I just became one. Yeah. But back then, it was different from now. We really was outside. You couldn't wear red. You couldn't, couldn't go to certain part of towns. was fighting, so I was known for fighting. Definitely, I was a fighter outside. Yeah, you look like you be beating that. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. You know, I was younger. I had my son at 16. 
I started dancing, so I was in the, you know, acting older than I was, all my friends was older, so I was already outside. Um, around like 21, I started modeling, like my friends wanted me to get into modeling, so I started doing like a lot of music videos. I was the first one to cut my hair bald-headed. Mm. Um, but it was cool, you make your little thousand or whatever you was making from the video, but I was already outside hustling, getting money. So to go to a video shoot was taking too long for me. I was like, nah, I'm going out there because I was kind of boyish. I'm still kind of boyish to now. Yeah. Like, a lot of film stuff I don't really care about. So I was already out hustling. So the video, I did it for a while, I got my name out there, but then it was like, I'm going to the real money. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I feel that, I feel that. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? I've been off the porch since, <laughs> since a kid, eight. I've been off the porch. I when, when would you say you jumped off the stoop? <laughs> eight. Like my grandfather, it was just me and my grandfather. My grandfather used to take me to school, make me, you know, I used to eat McDonald's. You couldn't cook <laughs> every day. <laughs> All day I'd be outside. Brownsville used to have these little parties. I'd be outside dancing and stuff. So they, the neighbors would be like, your grandfather looking for you. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so I was already been outside for a while. That's real. Yeah. So what would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned so far growing up? I learned a lot. I don't know. Like, I had different, you know, trying, especially trying to be out there wilding with my loyalty. I, I survived a lot of bullshit. You know, especially, like I said, out there, the gangs was different. I was outside. Man, getting shot up in cars with people, all type of craziness. It was just, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, the streets made me. That's real. How different would you say the gang culture is in New York now versus back then when you was coming up? Shit. Nobody getting tested. What you mean by that? Like, loyalty not getting tested you like oh you a lot of people just go for people because for clout in the bag and those be the ones that will flip on you real quick you can't you can't be around people that's not getting tested because when shit hit the fan y'all all going down for some shit somebody you don't even know what the fuck is going on yeah like it's definitely clout in the bag it gets you far it's sad and what's the morals and principles you stand on um, to this day man i can't even think about it. i just be going through so much stuff <laughs> <laughs> like it's just certain things you gotta be real to your peoples but nowadays it's so hard to decipher you being real to people but people not being real to you so it's like you just gotta test people on your own and see if it work cause it's like like me personally like people like I'll be writing songs or somebody helping me write songs first thing or people ask me for features first thing I'm saying I'm not rapping about my pussy I just don't even feel right talking about my motherfucking pussy yeah I'm a hood bitch but <laughs> 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 so I don't want don't hey I'm not rapping about my pussy it's just not happening for me yeah I, I guess I'll be a city girl when I want to but I'm a hood girl like it's just too much but everything I basically rap about is my life what I went through yeah definitely why do you feel it's easier for people to sell an unauthentic image of themselves versus people it's harder for them to make it when they really from that, you know what I'm saying? Because people out there, I guess, accept a lot of bullshit. That's, that's what scares me now. I be saying, like, all the cloud chase and stuff, it's like, everybody know I'm a tick tick boom. So it's like, I'm trying to work on being a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work on being a lady, that's the problem. That's real. So you said you big on putting people to the test, right? So what's one way you can know somebody's loyal to you and somebody's really for you? 
You gotta make up, you gotta make up a scenario and just try it. Make up a scenario and then see if they go for it or not, the way you want them to go for it. Cause it's now it's like, everybody scream gang, gang, hood, hood, family shit, but they, they really don't be for you. So you gotta definitely keep your team solid, basically. That's real. So when would you say you started making music? Five months ago. <laughs> Five months ago. Yeah, it started off as a joke and then it just went. Yeah. So what motivated you to start making music? Um, my homegirl Retta, shout out to her. She like, oh, you should just make music. You go, you just put your pain into your music, whatever. And she like just amping me up, like I help you amp me. So I tried. I was like, all right. And that song kind of went. And from there, it just been going on. That's real. Who would you list as some of your musical influences? Oh, man. You know it's so kind? I guess I would say whoever I listen to. I don't, I listen to the radio, but I really don't, like, I don't follow no rapper unless I know them personally. Like, I'm mad nonchalant and stuff. Like, so now that I'm in, like, music and I'm listening to a lot of people more music. But shout out to all the female rappers, you know? I'm with whatever, whatever make me bounce. Yeah. What would you say it was that made you decide to take music serious full time? My last song. <laughs> <laughs> My last song called Emotions. Like, that one was a feeling, I guess. Um, I had a lot of, when I dropped that song, I had a lot of women, especially women in my, in, like in my DM crying, like I felt that. I went through a little relationship where my loyalty was everything and I ain't getting nothing, like I went through the worst shit of my life. <laughs> I, that I would never would imagine I wouldn't wish on my, you know, on my worst enemy, whatever. Cause when you put all your lo loyalty and stuff into somebody and they just shit on you and don't give it back, that's just all. A whole nother feeling. Yeah. But my song Emotions, like people was sending me like all oh, crying and cars videos. Like I felt that I went through this. Guys was like, it was that bad. Like they listening to it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that one. And that's the one that actually hit the radio. That's real. Mm -hmm. What was that moment like for you when you finally heard your song on the radio? Oh, I was jumping, acting a fool. <laughs> I was jumping, acting a fool. I was in, you know, I got like little side businesses. I was in my liquor store, partner, whatever. And I'm like, people calling me, I'm like, what happened? I'm just, I'm like, oh. These days, having versatile clothing you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits into your life and is made to last. Plus, with an impressive selection of staples to choose from, there's something for everyone. And it's all made right here in the USA. Find your new wardrobe staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code WA23. It's lit. Nobody can talk up to me about that. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's when I was hyped. That's real. So what does it mean to you to have a solid support system? Everything. Oh, my God. Like I said, the last situation I went through, I was going against my friends for this person, my family. I was so blinded, I didn't see the stupid shit, but they were seeing it. I'm arguing with them. <laughs> but luckily, finally, I know they was tired of hearing it. It was to the point that they, you know, just to save me, they was like, they had a group thing. Nobody picked up the phone for her. Like, oh, this is what y'all doing to me? So I'm like, all right. Like, I really <laughs> felt like it was to the point, like, all right, stop being dumb. Like, stop being dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's real. I called my friends back, like, I love y'all. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> That's real. It was crazy. 
So That's how would you describe the music scene back at home in New York right now? Um, you definitely gotta, to me personally, like I think I'll, um, me different from everybody is like, I'm just, I'm gonna make music, like I'm really talking about myself, but like, you're gonna be jumping to it. You're gonna be bounced to it. I'm not trying to be a freestyle rapper. Yeah. I'm not trying to sound like a nigga because I already got niggerish ways. <laughs> I like, <laughs> um, yeah, like I'm making music like I wanna hear, not long songs. Like, because yeah. you know when you go to a club, you hear a long song, you're like, all right, y'all doing, y'all dragging. <laughs> but the songs I've been making, everybody is like, they partying or they like some hood shit. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. you pointing at bitches like, y'all ain't doing nothing. Why? <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. So, yeah. That's real. How would you describe like the new wave that's ushering in New York's music wave right now? Well, the new wave, I would say, Kayshawn, right, Drill? That's the new wave in New York. Yeah, Drill is lit. You want to put that leg out and do all of this and stuff all night. But at the end of the day, you want to go home. You ain't trying to get killed at the end of the party either. So it's like a lot going on. It's yeah. a lot going on. That's like real. that's really Drill music. Like it's lit. <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> So how would you describe the hustle culture in New York? Hmm. Oh, Lord. Like, what kind of, like, for the music or just for anything? Just the way of living, because they say if you can make it in New York, you can oh, make it anywhere. Oh, okay, so... <laughs> I'm, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be back and forth to Florida and New York. I say down south is like, ooh. Like, I be seeing a lot of shit that girls be doing and guys doing, and it's not like the South they told me about. Like, it's lit. Like, it, it's lit, but it's like, New York is like, women is not gonna, we gonna grind our way out. We gonna live comfortable. Like, I see a lot of women, like, you know, they just be comfortable out here, like, outside in the motels and, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get, I be stuck looking like, what the fuck going on here, you know? If you want to go to, you know, most people, they, they're going to grind their way out. However, you got to stay to get your way out, but you're going to save and move. Nah, these people, like, living in. Yeah. Like, I never saw a trailer park till I got to Florida. I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, this shit is rare. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, that's the difference. You know, I ain't knocking it, but, because that's how they live, but. That's the difference. Yeah. Like, yeah. So being that you've been to other cities, do you feel like the women you describe, you feel like they can make it from New York? Or make it in Hell, New York? No, not a lot of them, no. Nah. Nah. I mean, like, of course, like down south of Florida and stuff like that, they got the hustlers or women that's, however you get it, but they get into it. But then you got the other half, they didn't, people don't show. Because I used to think it was like that too. All the girls dance or whatever, it's lit down south, whatever. No. That hustle <laughs> is not. Like, like you know, I, I dance so... At the club, we not New York women is not working five, seven days a week. We're not doing that. Out here, they do that. We're not doing daytime clubs neither. We coming in the club 11, 12 o'clock. We got four hours to get it, and it's going down. I'm <laughs> like, so out here, and then everything is cheaper down south. So it's like New York, you paying twenty two hundred dollars to live on this porch <laughs> every month. Like, <laughs> shit is real. <laughs> shit is real. So you ain't got time to play in New York. No, nah, that's real. Why do you feel? People used to overlook the talent that was coming out of New York, like, for a period. It was a small period where, like, people wasn't really trying to hear what New York had going on, right? But then a new drill wave came through and just now it's the wave of the world. You feel me? So why do you feel like that period went on for so long? Oh, would you say drill is the, drill is the, because I don't hear that stuff now, South, like Florida. The drill shit? Nah, I don't hear that. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's y'all wave up top, yeah, you know so, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's getting around. People fucking they with trying, it. They trying, to, they trying to shut it down right now because <laughs> there's too many bodies getting dropped yeah. out there. So 
They trying to, yeah. I don't know, but see, I can't even answer if it was overlooked because I really wasn't, you know, paying music no mind. It's whatever. When we go to the club, I'm in the house, whatever. So definitely, I know drill music is definitely making, like, noise, but too much noise in a different way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. I got you. How did you want to end up helping young women in your community that you see needed a helping hand? Okay. Because I, well, me, like I said, I've been out, I always hung with older people and I've always been around dudes, mostly. Me and her have been friends since we was like, shit, 15, 16. <laughs> um, I, um, I know a lot of men take advantage of women. Even older women take advantage of women. So if you're not from that lifestyle, you're not going to know what to do. So I give it like, I'll give it to them, sugar, I ain't sugarcoating nothing. I'm gonna tell you what's going on. And by the time 14, 15, you can't tell me nothing. I knew the streets inside out, how to maneuver, how I need to get what I get. So, and I was also rough. A lot of kids nowadays, they fight, but they wasn't rough. Like I seen shit, I was into shit. Like, so, like, they not, like my, I got a, my daughter, she used to be, Nervous, walk past guys, like to go to the store because older guys trying to talk to you. I'm like, yo, this is a part of life. Just ignore them. You, I can't tell her to just get crazy with them because she's not about that life. You know what I'm saying? But me, at that age, I'm like, what the fuck is you looking at? <laughs> like, yeah. So, but now, it, now, also, you can't just go around talking to everybody like that. But at that age, I was with whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I know, yeah, it's, it's definitely different. That's real. Definitely, definitely. You sugarcoat. Now, a lot of people don't got parents. Or their parents is too strict and they lying to them and telling them about other stuff. No, I'm gonna tell you what's going on for real. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's real. And that's what people need to do because these streets ain't lying to nobody. They they they, they gonna be the truth, but you don't know what's going on. That's what's, it, it's just real. That's real. <laughs> Would you say some of the women that you help benefited from your help and advice yeah, that you had to give? Yeah. I, I, I be posting that all, all the time. A lot of people be writing me long messages, be having me a gangster cry. I ain't never <laughs> used to cry as much as I did in the last year. But <laughs> it be tears of joy, how you made it, all types of crazy. But a lot of women always write me and tell me stuff. Even guys be telling me stuff. That's real. Yeah, like. The only problem though, you know, a lot of guys, they love it. Oh, you so real, da, da, da. But a lot of guys can't take a powerful woman or somebody that holds weight. Mm. They can't take that. They act like they could. A real, it would be a real boss dude, like, all right. But a lot of people can't take that. Why do you feel a lot of men can't handle an alpha female? Ooh, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Let me say that. Um, they call us aggressive, but it was like, it's crazy because when a dude get in a, a, a jam or he needs to get somewhere, that aggressive woman gonna hold it down. They gonna make it happen. But when they don't want them, like, they wanna be, a man just don't like when somebody hold more weight down. I'm not saying all, yeah, look at that, I'm not saying all, <laughs> but it's true. Like, in my situation, all the time. Like, most of the time. I can tell your mouth got you to a lot of shit. <laughs> 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 That's just no route. <laughs> That's real. So how does it make you feel to know that you're important to your community? You know, of course, good. Now that I'm growing older and I'm more laid back, definitely like in the last two years, me being in Florida and going back and forth, I'm more laid back. So now like little shit that would bother me, I used to be like, but now I'm on it like, looking at people like, you don't even know your life in danger. Leave me alone, please. <laughs> like, and of course, you know, I had some cases, you know, 
fighting people because people will clout chase you, then you pull up. Nowadays, it's so corny. People will pull, you pull up, now you going to jail. After <laughs> yeah. they done clout chase you, they've been bothering you all the time on the internet, everything, and now you going to jail. It, it'd be crazy. That's, that's, I don't know. But um, then I have my moments, like when my spoil you ass be like, well, I don't care. They like, yo, you, for you being who you are, you gotta watch. I ain't gotta watch shit. I asked to be a fucking role model. I'll be going off. <laughs> because it be kind of stressful. It be kind of overwhelming sometimes. It definitely do. Like what other people could do. But then as soon as I open my mouth and I say something crazy, yo, you being who you are, fuck that. Like it be overwhelming. And, and that be the problem sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you feel it so overwhelming? Because it's like people, oh, because of who you are, what? You, you, um, a lot of people watching you, you were stand. I ain't asked to do all that. I don't care. And then I feel like if I keep shit real, like I keep a lot of shit real, um, you should know how the fuck I'm coming. Like, leave yeah. me alone. Stop playing with me. <laughs> like, why are yeah. we going through this? That's real. <laughs> so what's next for Remy Rose? You know, I really can't even say a lot of shit that's been happening. Like I said, the five months, I done got a, two billboards. Um, I've been on the radio station. Um, I did shows, huh? <laughs> bam, bam. We iced out. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I'm just a whatever. Like, I'm waiting for them big checks. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> oh, that's real. Any last words and shout outs? Uh, y'all know I'm shouting out the whole, you know, iced out to my motherfucking lifestyle. <laughs> shout out to my man to stand. Rather busy, Carlito Dillinger, I don't know, the whole team, Fat Boy, <laughs> Whoa, hey, my, bro. <laughs> For sure. Oh, Remy. definitely, Jula Alert is always that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Remy Rosier, we appreciate having you on the porch with us today. Appreciate you too. <laughs> For sure. I held you down every minute, every second you was bidding, made it easy after prison, cause a minute you Hey man, it's your boy Shard. It's your boy G Downs. Here from Bad Speakers Podcast. If you're a fan of Bad Speaker Podcast, then be sure to check and subscribe to Bad Speakers Podcast. A show that covers interviews, music, hip-hop, sex, barbershop talk, anything that you want from the culture and podcast. And it's brought to you by exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. Hey man, if you want that real, tune in to Bad Speakers Podcast. Uncut. Unadulterated, real hip hop barbershop talk.